Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where I am shifting from dreaming to doing right in front of your ears. That's right, folks. I am going to be doing something a little bit different today, and I am going to be reading you a letter that I wrote to my future husband and father of my children. (laughs) Now, I'm going to be really straight with you. I am a little nervous about this because in my growth over the last three years since divorce, I have gone through so many ups and downs, let's say. And this journey feels like a really long one, especially in, I mean, in retrospect of my life, a three-year chunk of getting to know myself again is not that crazy. However, um, the loss of identity, the shedding of old things, the creation of who I know to know myself to be at this age and stage of life has certainly put me through the ringer of sorts. And I wrote this letter. It's currently July 6th, and I am sitting here at the pier of San Clemente in my Jeep. (laughs) And right before I started recording, I was actually sitting here with the windows down journaling and listening to the music from this cliffside wedding at Casa Romantica. There's this beautiful, I don't know what the instrument is, but it's exotic and it's playing wonderful music. So sitting here and got the dose of inspiration I needed to share this letter with you. And something that I want to say about this letter is um, I wrote it back uh, Memorial Day weekend, so of 2019, for whenever you end up listening to this. But this letter represents where I was on Memorial Day, where I've where I landed in my journey of self-discovery and in this relationship journey that I'm on. And um, so what I want to say is that while it's relevant now, I'm sure it won't be relevant in a six months and a year or two years or three years because I will have grown by then. However, this is really important to me to share because I understand enough about us as humans that we don't share the behind the scenes work that we do to show up as we are. And some of us don't even do the behind the scenes work (laughs) to show up as we want to. And so I am putting myself out there in a fresh way with you right now where I have lots of these letters. I have letters to money and to my parents and to my sibling and to my life and to my past and to my future. I have tons of letters, but this one felt important to share because I feel like we are all on some love journey to find some soulmate that will, you know, perceivingly complete us. However, I want to give you love that this journey is yours and your journey in even in love and in finding a partner or significant other is yours. It's yours and yours alone. And it's a hundred percent your responsibility. And finding someone that you love isn't about someone that completes you. It's so much about sharing life and enjoying the process and always taking 100% responsibility for yourself and your relationship. Because if both people in the relationship take 100% responsibility, there's no victim role. There's no fault. There's no blame. 
I know that's very ideal, but it's also very responsible, <laughs> which most people aren't willing to take that level of responsibility or hold somebody accountable for their level of responsibility. So this is my own journey in this process. It feels incredibly vulnerable to share with you. And um, something that I know is that if it feels scary, it's probably the best next thing to do. So <laughs> I wrote this like two months ago and I have been withholding it from y'all but I've also been very called to share it. And so I have this, I'm gonna blame the exotic music, but here we are sharing the letter. So I am gonna get started. Dear Mr. Gazda, yes, Mr. Gazda. First off, don't doubt that I have considered all of the feedback I imagine this title will create, but to be fair, I don't really know your last name. To be straight, at this point in life, and the world? Who's to say that you wouldn't take my last name anyways? It is a bomb-ass last name. I am a bomb-ass woman, and I am creating a bomb-ass brand with my amazing name plastered all over it. Anywho, Mr. Gazda, I am writing to let you know how ready I am to meet you. I have gone through quite the journey to find you, and I can feel our paths getting closer. I can sense your approach. I can feel your power from light years away, but I know you are in the vicinity. A little over a year ago, I received one of the greatest compliments of my love life from a family member that dialed me in on who and how you are. I was busy crying over another breakup or some fling when my family member lovingly said, Abigail, you will have no doubt that you have met the man you will be with because he will be remarkably extraordinary. Her words hit my core. There is no way an average man can handle your power, dreams, passion, vision, and heart. And you are going to have to be okay waiting for him because he is busy building his empire too. Her message sunk so deep into my heart. I knew she was right. I knew it and yet I felt more sadness at the time. Great, I thought knowing this would be more of a waiting game than anything. Where and how on earth will I go about finding or attracting him? Accepting how extraordinary I know you to be, I did not feel like I was dwelling in social circles that were going to lead me to you. I felt then, and still do now, that I am not in my lane that will lead me to you. To find you upon the level at which I knew I would find you, I got nervous and intimidated about who I was going to have to become in the meantime. I began exploring who I would have to be to attract you. Most of my life, I made myself wrong for how much gumption I can muster up for a goal. I often tell myself, Abigail, you are too alpha. You are too much. You are too powerful. Tone it down if you ever expect a man to take care of you the way you want to be taken care of. I still catch my inner critic convincing me that no man would be attracted to my fully unleashed, fully authentic self. Sure, damsels get the knights, but what do warrior women get? I criticize myself for my freakish ability to achieve, perform, succeed, teach, guide, create, and more. I struggled with my level of masculinity, so I began exploring my femininity as to soften my edges. 
I struggled with my level of masculinity, so I began exploring my femininity as to soften my edges. I have been doing this with therapists, coaches, healers, friends, family, strangers at Starbucks, you name it. Babe, I have been working myself out to meet you. <laughs> For the time being, I have been watching other couples longingly as they grow together. I watch them climb mountains together. I am watching them come up together and I want that for us. Sure, building an empire is fun, don't get me wrong. I have a clear Hearts Unleashed message and mission that I am on. In my mind, sharing it with you and our future children will be even more fun. Doing it together seems thrilling. Watching you build your empire and supporting your process lights me up as well. I'm telling you, hun, whatever is keeping us apart has got me tripping because I am so ready to meet you. Anyways, what my family member said was so obvious to me after she said it. Deep down, I did believe her when she told me you are so extraordinary. My vision often intimidates men. I have dated and even married men who didn't share my huge goals. I have tried to align with men who don't fully appreciate or cherish the fullest version of me. This has gotten so discouraging at times. I convinced myself that all the romance I thought I believed in is just in the movies. And no, I'm not being dramatic, boo. Until last year, I stopped believing that men still open doors or buy flowers. I have manipulated my own judgment hoping that men I have been with would evolve into you to no avail. I began to convince myself that you do not exist or I would never even know if you were standing an inch from me because I felt like my judgment of character is so out of whack. Babe, this has caused such an internal struggle. This dating journey has bent, shaped, and molded me into a woman I didn't recognize. It has definitely defined and refined who I know myself to be. It has forced me to know me, to know my standards, my boundaries, my expectations, and my conditions of satisfaction. It has granted me so much clarity, even in the fog. So I became more focused on the vision. I kept climbing my own personal mountains. I have kept climbing my business. I kept tending to my own garden. I ended up on a full throttle mission to become something that I am not in order to be ready for you. I convinced myself that I had to be fully grown, established, debt-free, mature, womanly, and well-dressed and well-known to find you. I kept telling myself that I won't meet you until I am some fully developed version of myself, but now I have seen how it maintains the gap between us, so I decided to just write you this letter instead. This journey has been exhausting, my love. I have no idea who or where I'm going to be when I meet you, but I think I am done trying to figure it all out. I have over-intellectualized, over-compensated, over-prepared, and I am over it. I love you already. I am proud of you. I just want to love you in person. 
My love language is quality time, and every minute I have to wait is twice as long as I want to spend getting to know you and building our lives together. Of course, I'll keep waiting, but like, can you hurry up, please? (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, But seriously, babe, let's go. Much love, Abigail. Well, that is my letter to Mr. Gazda, future Mr. Gazda, you guys. Uh, I have to admit, it's a little nerve-wracking to read it. It's even a little nerve-wracking to complete the process by sending it to my publisher or my uh, (laughs) producer and having him publish it and edit it and do all the things. So there's even more layers to getting this to you than you know. And at every chance, I have the opportunity to back out or to not hit publish or to not share it. And so I want you to know that me sharing my heart in this way is just one more way to encourage you to live out loud as well, to share your own heart, to write your own damn letter to your man, your woman, your significant other, to write a letter to yourself, to love yourself and to share your truth. You guys, this isn't comfortable and it's always worth it, I promise. And so if you found it worth it, if it impacted you, please share. Please share with a friend. Please write your review. Please let people know about the Hearts Unleashed podcast because this is where we, including myself, are shifting from dreaming to doing. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality.